Welcome to A Fruitful Life, a podcast featuring the teaching ministry of Rick Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. And now, A Fruitful Life. Hello, and welcome to A Fruitful Life with Rick Clendenin. Today, Brother Rick concludes the message entitled, Understanding Core Values. His text was taken from Acts chapter 17, verses 22 through 30. On the last broadcast, Brother Rick had his wife Debbie come forward and read Matthew chapter 13, verses 44 through 48, and then use that scripture to teach us three of five things that value produces in our lives. On this broadcast, Brother Rick concludes the message by bringing us the other two. And now, here's Brother Rick. You will sacrifice for what you love. So don't tell me about your love. Show me by your sacrifice. I'm going to look at my watch. You know what it means? Not nothing at all. Uh, in fact, I preached one time and a brother told me, take off your watch and pick up your calendar. But anyway, I'm going to try to let you go here in a few minutes. But let's go to point four. It leads to contentment in life. Core values lead to contentment in life. Let me share with you what I'm talking about. This illustration that Jesus is given, he is saying you can actually be more content with less than you can be content with more. Once you know what's valuable, you'll sell all that you have to get something of value. My son taught me this. My son told me I don't want 10 outfits from some cheap old place. I told my son, you got a million dollar ambition and a 50 cent wallet. But anyway, he would tell me, save up until you get enough for the t- And buy me one good outfit and don't fall apart first time I wear it. Because I'd rather have one of value than 10 of nothing. See, we surround ourselves with stuff that don't mean anything. Are you hearing me? And we're the least content of any nation that I have ever been in. And we've got more junk. Oh, let me, pardon me. Let me change that. Stuff because your stuff is someone else's junk. And their junk is your stuff when you buy it at their flea market. So we, we surround ourselves with a bunch of stuff. But it doesn't bring contentment because none of it has value. Are you with me? very important to understand that contentment in life comes from having something more valuable than everybody else has. I want to give you the fifth point. When you find something of value, you protect it. I said, when you find something of value, you'll protect it. Listen, I'm an old man. I'm a sick man, but if you try to come into my house, you're going to meet two of my friends called Smith and Wesson. And even though I'm weak and old, I still have the strength to do this. So it's very important to understand you're not going to come and take what is valuable to me. Because I will go down fighting. Let me tell you something else. You won't let people run down what's valuable to you. Listen, you may not like me. 
You might not like Debbie, but I would encourage you not to tell us that. As if you say something negative about her, you're going to have 200 and none of your business up in your face. Can I tell you, that's the same about my pastor and not just because he's my son. Because I've had several pastors in 46 years and I've been the same about all of them. You're not going to have preacher roast around me on Sunday. You're not going to talk about how the service ought to change. Because I'm going to tell you, you get a whole lot more out of it if you just quit paying a quarter for admission. Listen, if you start investing... And if you got something in this, see, I'm not going to run down to cleanliness because I is one. Are you hearing me? It's important for you to understand. I'm not going to demean things that I have esteemed with value. That was free. If you don't have boundaries, that lets me know you don't have values. Let's go on. I want to share something else with you and then I'm going to close here. Values are the glue that holds everything else together. When it all comes down to where you're stripped away just like I was. And boy, I mean that literally. How many has been in a hospital? They give you a private room and a public gown. Listen. <laughs> if you need to be stripped down, they're professionals. <laughs> and when it all comes down to that, <laughs> the glue that holds your life together is what you really value, treasure. I want to give you a little illustration. I'm going to close. And if you think I preach too long, it's because you listen too slow. <laughs> but let's look at this little pyramid. I'm going to close with this today. Because this is what God has brought in my life. Go ahead and put up the first one. Let me share it with you. See, the first thing you need to establish in your life is what you believe. You know why? Because what you believe will be lived out in your life. What do I believe? Do I really believe Jesus is Lord of my situation when they are iffy about whether I have a situation? Do I really believe that Jesus in me is my hope of glory? See, when the pressure's on, you're going to begin to discover some things about yourself. I got just enough time for a story. 35 years maybe long ago how many of you can tell that I'm oddly shaped smart group listen I have a 28 inch inseam and 35 inch arms and my waist is again none of your business <laughs> but I found a place years ago some of them were regular and some of them was irregular. And I discovered that irregular was made for me because I was irregular. And I got these pants and I really liked them. Man, they were kind of in, the pattern was. And I told my wife I'd like these. And she said, you know, these are irregular. And I said, I don't know whether you notice or not, but so am I. And so she said, well, try them on. And I tried them on. I loved them. They fit better than regular. So I decided I'd get them. And she said, now let me look them over because they got some flaws. And she looked them over and down on the bottom of the cuff, the material was flawed. It was kind of a tattersaw check and there was double stitching. She said, it's got flaw right here. 
So what difference does it make? It's 36 length. We got to get them to my 28. I don't care. Cut it off. And so she says, now there's another little flaw right in the seat, but it's very low down. And nobody can see that. And I'm like, they can't see it. Don't bother me. And I bought those pants and wore them a time or two. And then I was at church and I dropped my notes and I bent down. And the flaw that was not visible suddenly become a public reality. <laughs> and I come to realize that the flaw in the fabric had always been there. What was missing was the pressure. See, when the pressure comes on in your life, you're going to begin to be able to discern what the flaws are in your life. And if you've never been through anything, your faith is just theory. It's not been proven yet. Are you hearing me? Then you'll know in what you have believed. Your beliefs then will produce your values. Because you'll live in accordance to them. Number three, your values will produce your vision. Your vision will align with what you say matters to you. So if you believe in the Great Commission, your vision will involve it. Can I hear an amen? amen. Your vision then will determine your actions every time. And your actions will determine your destiny. And if you notice, in honor of y'all, I've got destiny at the point. Yeah. <laughs> but let me share this and then I'm going to pray and close. Now, don't get real excited because closing is my favorite part of the message. And sometimes I close two or three times. So anyway, this is my first closing. But let me explain to you that if you're acting towards a destination without vision, value, and beliefs, you have no basis for your action and your life will always be inconsistent. So if your actions are up one day and down the next, I don't like being around Christians like that. You know, they come this Sunday morning and they're just one step from being translated like Enoch. You see them next week, they're suicidal. What happens in that? Their actions are floating around up here without any beliefs, values, or vision. So if your life is inconsistent, you can't blame it on your mother. I don't care whose couch you lay on. The problem is you don't know what you believe. You don't know why it's important. You don't have a vision given to you from God. And nobody can give you that but God. For in Him we live, move, and have our being. So your actions are inconsistent. Why don't you come on to the piano so they'll think I'm quitting. <laughs> I really believe God brought me here today. To share this message with this particular group of people. I want to tell you, I'm not just going everywhere and preaching. I just come from a meeting where I went back to see them. And I was telling John and Brendan today that it was like going to an old-timers game and realizing you're the old-timer. 
I felt like I was coaching third and I knew all the players on the field, but I couldn't make it to first base. And I had 12 different invitations to come and preach and I turned them all down. But I'm here this morning because I value this couple, their family, and you. And I told pastor, I don't have to preach. I just want to come and see your church and to celebrate a new milestone. So it's his fault I'm up here. <laughs> what are you going to do with your life? Do you know why you live? Do you know what motivates you? Do you know your purpose for life? Because if you don't, I don't care if you got enough money to jump off of and commit suicide. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast from A Fruitful Life. We hope that you'll tell your friends and family about the podcast. And if you like, join us on social media by liking our AFL Facebook page or by following Brother Rick's posts on Twitter. You can also find us on the web at afruitfullife.org. A Fruitful Life is the radio and media ministry of Rick and Debbie Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. You may find out more about Brother Rick's life and legacy by visiting our website. Once again, that's a fruitfullife.org. Thanks for listening.